0: Young black young black a young black 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 equestrian 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 Equestrian. black equestrian Equestrian Black Equestrian Equestrian Black Equestrian I'm a young black equestrian I am a young black equestrian Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Young Black Equestrians with your hosts, Aubriana Johnson. And Caitlin Gooch. Today we have with us Aaron Baxter, who is, you know, you do a lot of things. I can appreciate people who do a lot of things.
1: That's right, that's right.
0: So today we are gonna hear all about that. So briefly, if you would just tell us about yourself, kind of where you're from and what you do.
1: Oh uh, well, my name's Aaron Baxter. I'm from the East Side of Chicago, South Shore neighborhood. Uh, I'm a cowboy, uh, video gamer. I make music. I coach and teach kids. I coach basketball. I'm an athlete, and I'm a professional bull rider as well.
0: Nice, nice. A bunch of awesome things. Yeah, yeah. I- yeah. So, how did you even get into horses?
1: Uh, I actually, in the South Shore neighborhood, that's where the Chicago police keep their horses.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They're uh, they're kept at the South Shore Cultural Center. It's like, uh, at the time, it was about three blocks from our apartment. And I was, I was one years old. My mom would take us on walks along the lake and stuff like that. And it just so happened to be two of Chicago's black cowboys up there, um, Art Reed and a, a cowboy by the name of Jerome. And um they had two horses up there and the guy he he saw us walk up and he was like, he looks like he's gonna be a cowboy. And my mom, she told me, mind you, I'm I'm one, I'm still in a diaper. <clears throat> and she was like, Well, well, he doesn't even go to people. And uh he held his arms out to put me on the horse and I just about jumped.
2: Oh. And uh
1: from there I kinda just stuck with it. They told me to watch rodeos, keeping up with rodeos and stuff, it was it was hooked from there.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Aww.
0: So what made you transition into bull riding?
1: Craziness. (laughs) Uh but be a
0: little bit in there for you to get out there. Right.
1: (laughs) The the main thing that really got me into it was uh just keeping up with it. Like I said, the cowboys, the first thing they told me to do to like stay involved in horses and keep my attention was to watch rodeos and uh bull riding being like the the grand finale of the rodeo and Mm -hmm. me looking those guys in um 2003 my aunt she had a uh, stroke and a ruptured brain aneurysm Mm -hmm. and um the surgery left her with short-term memory loss and Mm -hmm. I was in third grade but I spent a lot of time at home you know making sure my auntie was doing okay and as like a like a allowance type thing my mom was like you want to go to Disney World and I was like I want to go to the PBR finals I'm I'm Mm -hmm. trying to this this is as a fifth grader so I got to meet everybody like Ty Murray and, and Tater Porter and Michael Gaffney Cody Custer like everybody and from there they were like you can do it it's not like something you just can't do so I'm like all right I'll try it and it took a while I got on my first bull at 21 but by the time that happened I had never lost the the want to do it or anything like that so I'm still keeping it rolling that is cool
0: Have you, so growing up, did you take lessons? For horses? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Actually, uh, in a way I did, I was given opportunities through many people that's helped out along the way that just would allow me to just ride their horse. You know, we give them a phone call. You think you bring them to the park, Mm -hmm. ride the horse every once in a while type stuff. But honestly, the way I learned how to ride a horse by myself was from an episode of the Wild Thorn Bears. (laughs) Love the Wild thorn baby. Yeah. It <laughs> was So when they were doing the wild horse race and she got herself in trouble getting on the horse and uh, she had to remember what her mom told her about how to control the horse. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is how you're doing it. From there, I was like, okay, let me ride by myself. You ain't got to walk me around. I think I got this.
2: That mm-hmm. has to be the most interesting way I've heard so far.
0: <laughs> I know. I was, that's like the most millennial way.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I actually failed my only horseback ride.
0: So. Yeah, only class like yeah. in school.
1: Yeah, my my only time ever taking any type of lessons to learn how to ride a horse, I did not come out of the class scholarly. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm,
0: um, I'm gonna say that when I uh next time I fail something, I did not come out scholarly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's
0: like the professional way to say
1: it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, well, that's way you let them know you got it. You just didn't have it that day. That's
0: all. yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, why do you think that was? Uh, was it like a Western riding class, an English riding?
1: It ride? was. A, it was an English riding class, and uh, that was that was completely new to me because you know cowboys, we used to hop on, take off, <laughs> mm-hmm. come back. It's wet, unsaddle them, let them let them cool off, give them some treats and stuff. But English riding is like full technique, learning how to really get in tune. And I learned a lot. It's just to pass the class, I didn't get over the hump. So. Yeah, yeah,
0: I understand that. I understand yeah. that, especially when I mean there's that, a lot of things like when you're naturally good at something, and then mm-hmm. there's you have some kind of structure or like a test on it and they have this box that they want you to fit in it's like uh, nah
1: is i'm still good it? at
0: it though but not mm-hmm. but this not is not me
1: not <laughs> this one this ain't my day-to-day
0: no Oh, that is yeah,
1: cool. my, my horse she actually stopped to use the bathroom in the middle of the part where we were supposed to go from jogging to cantering or from walking to cantering
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I, I was like can i like start over and my teacher was like no go from there and i'm like so from a stop go to a canter okay <laughs> the test was over with from there the horse <laughs> was, no, oh no, my mom, messed up it was all bad <laughs> oh
0: my goodness so what did you go to school for
1: uh, I went to Southern Illinois University of Carbondale for equine science.
0: Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah, I <laughs> that so makes sense. <laughs> It makes perfect sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, nobody but I, else
2: has done that <laughs> that's interested in horses. <laughs> I always only...
1: here because uh, actually my mom, she had a stroke uh, the weekend. She came down for a family weekend. And... Uh, Just decided to come home and take care of home because my mom and my aunt both stay together. So I just decided to come and take part in making sure that everybody's keeping the noodles together.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that is very admirable of you. But you still got a lot going on, you know. Yes, sir. So, um, what are some of the challenges that you faced in the industry, whether it be horses or bulls? I know you said you're pro now, but I knew it took some time to get there
1: uh well the the main challenges has really just been a geographical kind of thing because mm-hmm. being from the city of chicago there's not too much opportunity like there's space you know we got forest reserves and stuff like that certain locations that you can convert but the opportunity isn't there because the city isn't used to things like that so mm-hmm. for me that's been the main problem coming from the city coming from the inner city like uh for a while we've been like uh on foot not really necessarily in a vehicle so most of the practice pens are like two and three hours away and stuff like that I'm not getting there I'm I'm at a at home on a yoga ball so (laughs) different different things like those can be pretty frank though yeah Yeah. oh yeah most uh, (laughs) definitely that
0: is well yeah I can see how I can see how that would be especially for the the bull riding situation so what did you do to become pro at this
1: uh really it was just god blessing me i uh i've been working really hard and trying to get better at it because most things i do fall into naturally and bull riding is one of those things that's challenged me so it's made me more hungry to even keep going Mm -hmm. and uh i actually had to take a about 2 years off total just from physical and mental injury cuz it's my first time facing physical injury that stopped me from doing something that I wanted to do and and different things like that so uh that's really been the thing that's uh been kind of a challenge and kind of the thing that's pushed me as well to be able to keep going with that
0: Wow that is awesome <laughs>
2: <laughs> What was the injury
1: Uh my first rodeo I dislocated my foot Oh. First rodeo. First time ever paying my money to get on a bull and try to get some money back. Did not go well at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, well, I
0: watched some of your runs. What do you think was your best?
1: Uh, So far, my best was my last rodeo ride at uh the PCB deal in the Sears Center, Hoffman Estates. It was for yeah, there. Remember
0: uh, you got like 7.3... It, like that. it
1: was six nine on the clock. How many? 7.69.
0: Oh, I knew it was seven something. It was close.
1: It was. Yeah, you got to go eight seconds. So I, mm-hmm. I was real quick. But that oh, was my yeah. best ride. It was a pretty big boy. He spun the whole time. He made me hustle and work hard, and I kept up with him for the most part. Even though technically I didn't ride him good, I still rode him with a lot of heart, and that's what put the credit on him. So.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's definitely what made it worth it that's definitely one of my favorites for sure Mm
0: -hmm. what is the what is the difference I guess between an amateur rider and a pro rider like this once you're professional does that mean you have a card of some sort or does that mean you have sponsorships
1: so you're 100 correct Uh, Most of the rodeos, like my first couple years rodeoing, I was, it's like you're technically professional because all of the shows pay out money. And if you get money for your athleticism, you're technically a professional. Mm -hmm. But because I didn't have a card or a membership, I'm considered, it's almost like a freelance. So now that I'm riding with PCB and and I know for sure that's who I'm going to be riding with, that's who I'm going to be going down the road to do their shows and things like that, now I can officially be considered a professional Mm -hmm. But the sponsorships and and getting the membership, that does come into play when you do turn the phrase of being a professional.
0: Okay. Okay, cool. Speaking of things you do naturally, tell us a little bit about your music.
1: Uh well the music really just started from me like kind of writing spoken word, paying attention in high school a little bit. And uh it's always been something that's been involved in my life. Like I used to tap dance, not many people know that. Um <clears throat> I've always like I used to sing in the choir, different things like that. So just hanging around my friends, let a beat come on, we start rapping and stuff like that. I just noticed, you know, I might be alright. <laughs> might mm-hmm. be kind of so I just started working on my craft. Every day I wake up, most times there's some type of song jumping in my head. They got to fall onto a pen and paper or in my notes or something. So I just try to keep going with it, see what I can make out of
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. And what is, tell us what you just released and where we can find that. Or
1: so tell them, I, we know. Right. <laughs> right. I, I just made my own music video. Like, uh, uh, Participated in a video uh, prior to that. It's called uh, Pride Lands by Derek Phoenix, and it's featuring me. And uh, in the video, I'm on horseback. We're riding around and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. And I made a music video of myself with my own song. It's a remake of J. Cole's Middle Child. And I edited all of the videos of me riding a couple of videos of me on the horse and mixed in the videos from the other song and made it look like, you know, like an actual music video. So I kind of put that out because it, it came together nicely. I liked it. It worked with the song and stuff like that. And now I'm kind of interested in, like, still working on making more videos and stuff like that. So the the talents and the interests just keep expanding and keep trying to come up with something mm-hmm. that we can partner in. That's all.
0: Yes, yes. I That is, like, that right up my alley. As somebody who edits a lot of videos, I was watching it, and I was like,
1: okay Mhm.
0: switch okay with the two side by side okay
1: yeah. <laughs> Most
0: that is too much so how would you say being involved in the horse industry has impacted your life
1: oh uh, in, a, in a major way I would not be who I am without it I probably would have lost myself a long time ago just because there's so many different challenges. Like, man, I I couldn't give it enough credit, honestly, just to know that I've been doing it since I was one, I'm 26 now. (laughs) And uh, just all the time and energy, all the getting kicked in the leg and and horses taking off and being scared for a split second and, and, Overcoming it and, and taking part in all of the rodeos and stuff, it can't get any more credit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Def- yeah. That is definitely admirable because um, I know we have, Caitlin and I completely understand, you know, how I, I feel like a lot of people who are not in the horse industry don't understand the sheer impact. That it can have like mm-hmm. oh like that's just a horse like they stay outside they you know are doing their thing outside and then we're like no you don't understand like you don't <laughs> understand
1: <laughs> Much, yeah sometimes i kind of joke and like call myself an every horse cowboy because i've never had my own horse that was just like mine i get up every day put a saddle on them and go mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like any anybody who's offered me you know, you want to ride my horse, you want to see how you any, I hop on and it's always instant connection because I, I've always understood how deep it is and how important it is and how to really just thrive off of their energy and their being because they're really special animals. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, most they
1: de- are. Yeah, most definitely. You
2: have plans of owning your
1: own horse one day? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got, I got plans on hopefully starting a horse training business. Like uh, right now, I train people's horses uh, like... If you got work piling up heavy. You haven't had time to go out and ride your horse. I can mm-hmm. go spend hour, few hours and go ride your horse and stuff like that. I'm easy in the hands, smart in the saddle, so it's not like your horse is gonna be in any bad shape messing with me or anything like that.
0: He's already got his phrases down. Like, <laughs> <right>. that, is,
1: <laughs> that yeah. is a
0: pitch right there, okay? <laughs> Let the people know what they wanna hear, all right?
2: I not
1: Problem in my horseback riding class. I was out there trying to steer a truck instead of riding. <laughs> horse- <laughs> hmm
0: mm-hmm. Well, you uh, learn. You learn. Yeah, Every situation that. provides a lesson, and it's mm-hmm. the people that can retain that lesson and recognize it that go farther.
2: hmm
0: But what do you um? What do you see as far as your future in? horses. I know, you know, have your training business, but especially the bull riding.
1: Uh my future is just to get more people involved. Like that's always been the thing that's made me feel like really good about it. Like I've gotten a couple of my best friends on horses before. I almost got one of my best friends to get on a bull. I was this close, like he was literally next, but I ended up dislocating my shoulder on my ride, and he was like, Never mind, oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no thank you.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's really the main thing it's just getting more people involved because I know f- for me how special it was in my life and how it, it, it changed it. All of the things that I could have been exposed to if I didn't have the wherewithal to say, Let me try and ride a horse Saturday instead of going do anything else in Chicago like so so just just that alone I want to be able to share that for the rest of my life
0: yeah most yeah.
1: definitely
0: we're like the same people except we don't ride bulls <laughs>
2: <But> <laughs>
1: yeah the bulls get a little crazy
0: yeah Caitlin's dad huh I said I can only imagine because I've seen I've seen it but go ahead <laughs> I was just gonna tell him that your dad holds uh hispanic rodeos at their horse farm yes okay. crazy <laughs> yeah it's like wow
1: yeah. i used to i used to get uh harry Pail videos sent to try and like scare me off of wanting to ride before i ever got on bulls like when i was like 11 and 12 i used to get uh my mom's friend from mexico he used to send the videos up
2: with oh.
0: that's, crazy <laughs> yeah, that's a little different
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really crazy and it's so so just just the bull business in general because they would come like days before and bring the bulls in these long trailers and where we are um you know they have to leave the bulls in the arena or whatever but i'm like wow like look at all these bulls <laughs> you know and just to see them go from just chilling to just bucking and going after after the riders, you know, the next day at the event. It's a huge change-up. It's like, oh, well, you are not that friendly.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, most definitely. It's been a couple times I've been to rodeos and in the back pens, like the bull would just be a big baby. All you do is just go mm-hmm. back there and pass. And then they load them in the shoots, and it's like, is that the same dude? Like,
0: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> so it, it, it's definitely a stark transition sometimes. But that goes to show you that they're really athletes, and they really know mm-hmm. their job as well. So it's it's yeah. a testament to how those guys really put in work to train them.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what we were – what's was his name? Sticky Haynes we did an interview with that was the bull rider? Or, no, he didn't ride anymore he would like trade them i think the was... mine, the mine yeah, the mine yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah I, I know of him
0: we um we interviewed him and and that was one of the things he was saying like people put a lot of money in the into mm-hmm. these bulls like they see chiropractors they mm-hmm. get massages like they're yeah. probably taken care of better than some horses better than yeah. many horses yeah um, no. So, you know, when there's you people using that defense, like, oh, my gosh, the bulls don't want to, it's hurt, it's, the, it like, no, that's their job. Just, like, riding a horse, it's their job to be calm and not to buck you off. Like, it's the complete opposite. It's mm-hmm. their job to buck. And they know the quicker they get it done,
1: mm-hmm. the quicker
0: they can stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so it, it, it's really cool how they go through the process of training and it, it gets pretty deep, too. Like, the last time I was at a practice pen, there was a, they had a couple of the bulls practice with the bucking dummy. And it's just really cool to see them figure it out. Like, just for that split moment, like, when they figured it out, like, okay, if I, you know, if I really get it going, they they, they let me chill out. Okay, cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. wow. yeah, it, it's pretty cool.
2: So is the practice pen for people to come practice, or is it for the bulls to learn and train? It,
1: it's a mix of both. Oh. It's a mix. Both Like uh sometimes they have practice pins where it's like they know they got bulls and not many people going to ride, but the bulls need to work out. So mm-hmm. brave enough, you know, come on. And then they got other practice pins where it's like you can ride everything and, and it's just about making sure you get your abilities together, get your confidence, mm-hmm. All right? Because like I said, I, I took two years off because my first rodeo I hung up, dislocated my foot and came back to the practice pen and two bulls later I hung up again on, uh-huh. on both both bulls getting stomped on five seconds apiece. So I had to take a year off just for the mental injury. I was physically fine, <laughs> but mm-hmm. but but mentally I'm like, do I want to put my hand in that rope one more time?
0: <laughs> so, hung up means that your hand got stuck in the rope?
1: Yeah. yeah. You come off the bull, your hand's still stuck in there. And now the bull's jumping around and you're not on them, but just you're on them though. You stuck to them.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: and uh wow. it, it can get rough from there like they take a big jump that you can't keep up with and you end up underneath them it can get scary mm-hmm.
2: yeah so how'd you get your hand
1: out uh him stepping on me
2: oh.
1: <laughs> yeah he, he stepped realize. and the pressure just pulled the hand out just from him stepping on me Ugh. you know <laughs> i mean hey it's luck of the draw it is what it is yeah that's one of yeah. the, the lessons it taught me was to just to accept my my decisions and accept my actions because it ain't no turning back and it helps you to live your life to the fullest really
0: well that's cool i like yeah. that
1: yeah uh, you got to take a lesson in it some way because if not it's just a beating
2: <laughs> <laughs> your perspective <laughs> on life is probably different from the average person
0: <laughs> i know i know like i could just see you just like I, I want you to create a lot more music because I can just see listening to it and just feeling motivated.
1: I appreciate yes. it.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, appreciate- are there um, are there any other uh, suggestions or gems that you would share for someone who aspires to be in the position you're in right now?
1: Uh, the main thing is to just stay humble and focused because. Mm-hmm. Like I said, my first time really wanting to ride bulls, I was 12. And I didn't get to get on my first bull until 21. And uh, that was a long time of trying to make a life-changing decision. You know, like every time you nod your head on one of those bulls, it's a life-changing decision. And to mm-hmm. hold on to that and to have to be firm on that, that's the the main thing that I took with me as a, as a lesson, was to just remain humble and to stay focused because – there were opportunities that could have come to me during that wait that I didn't get. And if I had not of taken them as a grain of sand, I wouldn't be in the positions that I'm in now because some of those same people that closed that door are now arms wide open because they see me for what I'm putting out. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's all about just remaining humble, remaining just firm in, in what matters to you and whatever anybody else got going on, it is not going to affect you if you don't let it. So. Just mm-hmm. keep on rolling.
0: Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's very good. That is very good. Um, Caitlin, do you have any questions for him?
2: Um I do. So in where you live at,
0: mm-hmm. um
2: let me think how to word this. Like how where we are, we kind of get kids involved with horses. Do you have any inter- opportunities like that to get kids involved with with horses at all
1: right now as far as the chicago and indiana area we got it going on about two or three different fronts we got uh stagecoach productions and the buffalo soldiers that's a company that i work with and ride through uh we wear the buffalo soldier uniforms we go out and do the parades and stuff like that we pass out information on the buffalo Soldiers so kids can know their history and things like that and to let them see horses as well Mm -hmm. and then also through stagecoach productions, we do uh pony parties and and different things like that to be able to have the horses in the community but um there's also a broken arrow horseback riding club and the the red shirts horseback riding club and um trying to think of the other name of can't think of their name i think it's the renegades it's something like that but they all do their part in making sure that uh, the kids get the opportunity because the opportunity is there the same way that i got hooked all you got to do is see them like uh the last saturday and every july um Broken Arrow does what we call the high noon ride where we ride the horses from Washington park to 31st street beach along the lakefront. So anybody on Lakeshore drive gets to see like back in my day when I was a kid, it was like 200 horses. It was, it was incredible. (laughs) But, but now it's like 30 of us. We kind of still try to keep it rolling and stuff like that. But uh, just to have the opportunity to just be a kid in your car and look and be like, wow, it's like, 40 horses on Lakeshore Drive like how does yeah. this happen? so, so uh, that's definitely uh, one of the things that we participate in and keep rolling and try to keep opportunities going but um, right now with the way Chicago is kind of moving uh, and um, trying to get more institutions in like the Obama Museum and changing up golf courses and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, we're get some footing to be able to really do something serious and have something solidified to keep horses in the city, because it's always been a part of
0: Chicago's history. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, good luck with with that. I mean, it sounds like it's (laughs) something that you guys are already, you know, pretty set on and, and you got one foot for it already. So, Mm. Um, I'm very excited to see where that goes.
1: Oh yeah, most definitely. Because uh, if we can get something going and actually get some kids involved on a larger scale, people can really find out what Chicago is made of. Cause mm-hmm. Most kids are like insanely special. Like, <laughs> it's it's crazy. Like, just from from me coaching, I've ended up seeing so many kids like they surpassed me already, and I'm just like, hey, y'all what? think I'm halfway famous? Like, wait until y'all finish doing y'all work. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. These positive vibes are awesome. <laughs> like <laughs> this energy is everything.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to uh talk to us because this is amazing. We're in our second round of interviews for season three. And it's like initially we were like, Okay, hey, hey, anybody wanna be interviewed? Anybody wanna? But now we have like so many interviews lined up and we just started today you know so it's just it's amazing to see the sheer variety of people like black Mm -hmm. people themselves are diverse Mm and when you get into the horse industry you're like okay how many of us are there there's a Mm -hmm. lot there's a lot and we all (laughs) do different things and mm-hmm. that's what Young Black Equestrians is about, just highlighting those things because people don't know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: People don't know.
1: Yeah, I, I try to tell folks all the time, like most times I hear, like, "And hey, you're the only black cowboy I know. or You're the first black cowboy I ever heard of. And I'm like, y'all don't know the whole generation of people I came up under. Like, mm-hmm. just in the city. that And that's a small percentage of black horsemanship and, and being black farmers and cowboys, that's a very small percentage. And I know a lot just off of chicago alone so it, it amazes me and to to know that uh it's a bigger diverse community and it's just widespread all across the country the way that it is is very interesting like it's it's something that i've fallen in love with completely mm-hmm. that's one thing i've always appreciated about like uh the, the western life and and the rodeo life is because so far the way it seems everything is recorded history No matter whether it's in the rodeo arena or, or outside of the arena, it's all recorded history. It's all something that means something to everybody involved in it. And that's Mm -hmm. what makes us all a family. And that's what keeps us all together. No matter what walk of life we come from.
0: Yep. Yeah. doesn't matter the (laughs) discipline. (laughs) Yeah. When you started, we've talked to Mm -hmm. people who didn't start until they were adults until they were much (laughs) older. And, that's that's one of the things that horses do i mean it brings people together and i mean people do that over like cars and Mm -hmm. other random things but Mm -hmm. having having to develop a relationship with something that has a mind of its own Mm -hmm. and sharing that relationship with other people like it's it's unmatched it's It's not like it
2: Mm,
1: nothing yeah most definitely
0: well all right well we're gonna let you go first let us know where we can find you on facebook Uh, instagram tell people about your youtube you have a youtube too we'll get people on that too sure
1: so uh facebook i'm aaron baxter you look me up i'm probably the only black cowboy you'll find under his name uh Instagram, it's zero underscore nitty one. I spell zero X-E-A-R-O, uh, nitty N-I-T-T-I and the number one. And then, um, my YouTube is zero nitty as well. And, uh, from there, I got some old stuff from like high school projects, but my YouTube is where I'm gonna be putting a lot of my music videos and stuff if they keep rolling. And then, um, musically, that's my rap name. I go by zero nitty. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much about it. That's where you can reach me at.
0: Good, good. Awesome. We'll put that on all of our stuff so that our audience can find you. For sure. Um, what was I going to ask? Uh, what do you edit your videos with?
1: I actually did the whole thing on my phone. Of course. Yeah. Yep, I <laughs> used uh. I used a little bit of iMovie and then I used I think it's called I think it was Flippagram. I think it was just regular Flippagram. Yeah. And uh, I just took videos that I got saved from me riding spliced them as best as I could with what I had and just made it work. It had like a little effect you can put on the screen. You put enough of them and look professional. (laughs) (laughs) You
0: got that right gotta use what you
1: got yeah yeah yeah. Very. my my whole music career exists on my phone I've been making music on my phone I haven't hardly been in the studio at all maybe about 10 times lifetime (laughs) but most of the stuff I got like almost 200 songs on my phone it's probably just gonna exist there
0: (laughs) oh my goodness well you gotta you gotta share that you gotta get it out there
1: it's, it's hard to choreograph all of that. You got to buy these beats and, and get the studio time. It's, it's tough. I'm still paying for rodeo gear. My Spurs just exploded on me
0: last week. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that's right. I know that's right. You know what? You just got to hit that, that angle, one. the sponsorship angle. Just mm-hmm. sponsor the rapping cowboy,
1: okay? <laughs> Make that's it working. happen. Call me the Renaissance Cowboy. <laughs>
0: That's funny. How you just gonna take my my thing, okay? (laughs) That's our all-day renaissance. Yeah. That's studied
1: studied all I got to go to to Europe to study World War II. So we got a whole bunch of like information on stuff like the Renaissance and King Henry and all other types of stuff. Like this this noggin got so much unnecessary information.
2: It'll be useful one day. You never know. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, like now. You just edit right.
1: <laughs> you like, take this left. You can get to the Eiffel Tower. I don't know why I know this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is hilarious. Well, all right. Well, you have a great rest of your day.
2: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Young Black Equestrians. Leave a comment on this interview with Aaron Baxter and tell us what you think. If you are listening on a podcast platform, please leave a review and rate our podcast. We appreciate our subscribers. Are you one? If not, hit the subscribe button today. Tune in next week.